ago, I was dragging the big red vacuum cleaner into room 204. Understand, I'm still new at this. I'm already the sort of guy who isn't entirely at ease with making direct eye contact with people. So this should be a breeze, right? Only here I am, eager to do a good job, so when something better comes along, any day now, my employers will be sad to see me go and give me a glowing recommendation. And on top of it all, I really do think that, having taken this admittedly lame service industry job, I ought to at least make an effort to be cheerful. This, against what I was told in training, against my own instincts, even translates into making eye contact with the guests. Why? Because I'm new here and figure that maybe they're used to my predecessors being friendly, whistle-while-you-work kind of guys. Because I'm new here and don't want, have never ever wanted, but it's happened, these guys thinking I'm rude, a snob. Mr. I'm better than you because I don't wear a towel. Because I'm new here and I'm not a gay man. Nah. There it is. And it's written all over me. I know it. Straight. Het. Breeder. They can spot it a mile away, and they're going to hate me for it, for just being here, ruining their fun, because I don't understand. So I overcompensate. Damn it, these men will see that I'm okay. Thus, I am a cheerful son of a gun, racing up and down the old stairwell. There's no elevators. Already my cabs have the consistency of a lacrosse ball, and darting from room to room like a happy bee on a pollinating jaunt. I'm flitting between rooms, and because I'm the new boy, the regulars give me a good visual going over, and I can only humbly nod and give them my wry schmo look in return. And there is one man who declines the wearing of the white towel, who keeps it flung over his shoulder like he's poolside on the Lido deck of the Pacific Princess. And he treats us all to the sight of his tiger-striped, speedo-trapped loins. As I understand it, bathing suits and briefs are frowned upon as apparel in the hallways, but when I was being trained, my supervisor, Curtis, would occasionally look the other way when faced with such infractions. Not always, but sometimes. Well, Curtis, how do you decide this? Well, you know, if it's a regular, say, and you know he's a nice guy. Nice guy? Dude... They all look like needy, half-naked, middle-aged men to me, and I'm not about to ask which ones are naughty and which ones are nice. And for $6 an hour, I won't be telling any grown-up to please wear his towel. Speedo reminds me of superstar lawyer Alan Dershowitz. Or of the actor that played superstar lawyer Alan Dershowitz in that Klaus von Bülow movie, Reversal of Fortune. Maybe 40, 
a little overweight, wearing big square glasses and a cookie duster mustache. I've been getting better at ignoring them, but he stops right in front of me in the vacuum cleaner. I assume he has a question for me, so I look up from my feet and the chrome fixtures on the hoover and I look at him. In the eye. And he nods and smiles. And I return the nod and smile. And he says hi. Hi. Of course, now I know I'm sunk. Speedo doesn't want a fresh towel or to ask where the sun deck is, and that's pretty much all I was willing to offer. Has anyone ever told you you could make a fortune as a dancer? Me? Nah, nah, I'm a big klutz, two left feet. You don't want to see me dancing. Well, the dancing has nothing to do with it. What time are you finished? Late. Very late. About four, actually. Really? Well, I'm going to be here all night. So why don't you drop by when you're done? As he says this, he slips the key off his wrist and holds it up for me to take. Now, my first instinct when someone offers me an object is to take it. And I do, not yet understanding what he has just said. So when I do make the connection, I'm like a sleepwalker awakened, holding the key to 212 with an expectant suitor waiting for a reply. Um... Any number of possibilities present themselves. No fraternizing with the clientele is a good one, and true, too. Or, I'm involved in a serious, monogamous relationship. I'd throw in straight, too, but Curtis warned me they wouldn't believe it for a minute. Or, I have other plans. Yes, other plans at 4 a.m. Just pick one, you idiot! What comes out of my mouth, what I must have been considering on some deeper level of my addled mind, is this. Oh, you know, the key isn't necessary. We have pass keys. We have pass keys. Episode 24, Speedo, written and read by Scott Clarkson, music by the Cadillacs and Garner Firebird. (laughs) ¶¶